This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome, everybody. It's the latest edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull brought to you by. Bet Rivers. lot to get to today. We'll talk plenty of football, including where we're at at the quarter pole. I guess technically we're not at the quarter pole. Technically, we reached the quarter pole now in a 17-game season at the end of the first quarter of everybody's fifth game. But uh, to keep things easier, since we won't be able to do that, we'll call this the quarter pole. It is close enough. So a lot of football talk. We'll see where the Browns are at coming into the to their bye and the, teams, the other teams that are in a bye this week. And who's surprised so far? Who's been a disappointment so far? Uh, do we change any predictions? Plus, a little baseball in the back end. The Major League play- Baseball playoffs got off, off to a start yesterday. And uh, there was a uh, a historic streak that came to an end in the Major League Baseball playoffs. So that and more all coming up. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. All right, let's get right to it. Um, so now that four games are in the books for every team, the buys begin this week. And where do we stand? The AFC spent a lot of time this offseason talking about how great the AFC was. And so far, overall, there's been a lot of disappointing teams in the AFC. A lot of teams that you thought were going to be much better than they are. Um, but if you look at the the most disappointing team in the AFC, it's easy. It's got to be the Bengals. If you look at all the teams, there's no winless teams in the AFC. There are only five teams that are one and three. Most of the teams in the AFC are two and two. There are five one and three teams. Broncos, not a shocker. Raiders, not a shocker. Patriots, not a shocker. Jets, not a shocker because they lost Aaron Rodgers. But the Bengals are one and three, and nobody had that. Now, obviously, if you've watched them play at all, you realize the injury to Joe Burrow is a factor. However, while I'm okay with, with adjusting the thoughts on a team with the injury to a quarterback, I'm not okay with making it a total pass. I've never been okay with a total pass because if your quarterback's on the field, then he's got to get the job done. And if if he's not, if he can't because of the injury, then he shouldn't be on the field. I said the same thing here with Baker Mayfield a couple of years ago. I've said it many times before, and I'll say it again with Joe Burrow. That's the bottom line. Now, we all know Joe Burrow's a good quarterback. He's having a bad year. Obviously, the injury's a factor, but it's not the only factor. He's not playing well enough, and the guys around him are not playing well enough. So in the AFC, clearly the Bengals have been the biggest disappointment. In fact, they have the second worst point differential in the AFC and the and the fourth worst point differential in all of the league. Only Denver, 
the Giants, who have the worst, and the Bears. I mean, the Giants and Bears are hideous. Have worse uh, point differentials than the Bengals, who have given up 94 points on the season. Who's the biggest surprise in the AFC from a positive standpoint? It would have to be the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, the Dolphins, you know, uh, are, are doing really well. And obviously, they had the one game where they pummeled the Chargers before losing last week. But I got to say, I've been pretty impressed with the Ravens. They're 3-1. and one. They've beaten two. You know, I, obviously, they had a bad loss two weeks ago to Indianapolis. But 2-0 and oh in the division with wins over the Bengals and Browns already. 3-1 uh, and one overall. Lamar Jackson looking really. They've had a ton of injuries. See, no excuses there. Now, they have their quarterbacks been healthy. But the Ravens have had a ton of injuries, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And yet they've only allowed 58 points on the season. Only the Bills at 55, which is hard to believe after the way they played week one against the Jets, have allowed less points on defense than the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they've been the big and uh, Ravens, one of my least favorite teams. I can't stand the Ravens. But you respect. There's got to be respect there. And obviously they're supremely coached, supremely well coached. And so far, to me, they're the biggest surprise on the winning side is the Ravens. Uh, the Dolphins would probably be I, – I can't even say the Dolphins. A lot of people like Dolphins. Now, in fairness, I didn't have the Dolphins in the playoffs. And j remember, they got off to this fantastic start, scored a million points last year. Obviously, their 150 points is by far the, the most in the league. Uh, the 49ers are second with 125. I'm sorry. The Bills are second with 139. Bills obviously have really picked it up the last three weeks as they've dominated three straight opponents. But uh, yeah, but the Ravens to me class by themselves in terms of how impressive they've been on a positive fashion in the NFC. Um, I, without a doubt, the biggest surprise on a, you know, from a positive standpoint has been another team that I don't particularly care for only because of their quarterback. And that's Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got to give Baker his credit. He's played well. I've been highly critical of Baker over the years. Uh, I gave him credit when he played well at the end of the 2020 season to get the Browns to the playoffs and played well in that first playoff game. And then I've been very, very critical, as critical of him as, him as almost any player in the league. But I call it like I see it. And I, right now, the way I see it, he's playing very good football. It, you, you, will it last? I don't think so. But right now, there's not much you can say. He's played three very good games out of four. They're three and one. And in a, in a not very good NFC South, they're, they have the lead right now. Long way to go. But uh, I, I think they've been a very positive surprise in terms of record. Uh, you can make a case for the Lions, although myself and many others had them in the playoffs. You make an argument even at two and two that the Packers have been a lot better than expected. Seattle at three and one, especially after losing their first game. And I'll give you one other team. Even though they're only two and two, the L.A. Rams have been really that whole division. If you look at the entire NFC West so far, quarter pole, they've all been even better than I thought. Like if you knew the Niners are going to be really good, but they've been just fantastic. I thought the Seahawks would be average so far. They've been better than that. They're three and one. I thought the Rams would be bad. So far, they've been average to slightly above average. And I thought the Cardinals would be hideous, and they've just been subpar. So all the teams in that division 
have been even a level above. Maybe not the Niners. I, I mean, I you know, I thought the Niners would be one of the best teams. But the fact that Brock Purdy has still not lost a game that he started and finished is just mind-blowing if you think about it. So there's been a lot of positive, you know, uh, surprise teams that have been a little better than you expected. Who's been a disappointment in the NFC? It's got to be the New York Giants as the biggest disappointment. Now, a lot of people, I, I listen, we all get plenty right, plenty wrong. You know, I picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl right now. That's not looking good. If I had to say today, because of Burrow's situation, I don't even think the Bengals are going to make the playoffs. I'm not usually jump off the bandwagon quick guy, but right now today, I, I don't. they don't look like a playoff team to me at all. Now, certainly a long way to go. They could change. You know, they could be a game out of first by the end of this week. But at the moment, so I, I was looking bad on that one. However, one thing I said that a lot, you know, a lot of my New York friends especially were very cocky about the Giants. I was not a believer in the Giants. I thought they were a fraud last year. Uh, kind of like we've seen every once in a while where a team with a mediocre or worse quarterback has a favorable schedule, wins a lot of close games, sneaks into the playoffs. And then they fall on their face the next year. That's what's happening here. The Giants are arguably the worst team in football, certainly right there with Carolina and Chicago. Um, and they, you know, even I, who didn't make expect them to make the playoffs, thought they'd, I thought they'd be decent. I thought they'd win eight, nine games. And they still might. Again, it's a long way to go. As bad as they've played, there's still a long time to turn it around. But they are a disaster of epic proportions right now. They've been destroyed in three of the four games. The only game they won, they had to come back from a huge deficit against the Cardinals to win it. Uh, the, the offense outside of the second half of the Cardinal game, in 14 of the 16 quarters they've played, the, the offense has been horrendous. I think they're averaging less than two points in those 14 quarters. Less than two points per quarter, I believe. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's crazy. Their defense has been terrible. Daniel Jones has no time. When he does, he stinks. Obviously, Barkley's been out. They continue to have nothing in, in the wide receiver room. Nobody that's, that's consistently does anything well. The Giants uh, are the biggest disappointment at the quarter pole here in the NFC. There's no doubt about it. Some would say the Bears. I didn't think the Bears are going to be any good. I did pick the Vikings to make the playoffs. I still believe in the Vikings. I think that the Vikings have not played terrible football, especially on offense. They have not. There's a they've had they've been killed by turnovers. And that could turn around in a hurry. Some of that's luck. I still think the Vikings got a lot of wins in them this year, but they've been disappointing at one and three. The Bears are are just atrocious. I mean, they're they're so bad right there with the Giants. I mean, it's it's hard to watch. They finally played a good offensive game this past week, had a 28-7 lead on Denver and blew it. So there you go. I mean, I, I, I'm i not going to make a whole bunch of wholesale changes about the playoffs. I did say I don't think the Bengals are going to make it. I Let me get to the Browns now because the Browns have been a roller coaster ride. First three games, their defense looked like the best in the history of football. This past week, they they were okay. The offense this past week was terrible, but they didn't have Deshaun Watson. Watson didn't play particularly well the first two games, and then he played great in game three, and then he was going to play game four. His shoulder was hurting. Kept saying he was going to play. Then he didn't play. Now they're on a bye. Then they got to play the Niners at home. I still got the Browns in the playoffs. I'm not taking them out. 
I still believe in their defense. They've only allowed 60 points. And and that's misleading because they've given up half uh, oh, almost half their points have been given up by the offense on turnovers. The Browns defense has been outstanding. It's been even with the Ravens game, it's been the best in the NFL. If and and I I think, you know, again, the only question is Watson's shoulder, like with Joe Burrow. That's a factor. It's not an excuse. If he's on the field, he was on the field this past week. If he's on the field this week, I expect him to play well. I don't want to hear about shoulder injuries. I expect him to play well. And if he does, they're going to still win a ton of games. I like their schedule. I like their defense. They do need to figure out if they have a running game without Nick Chubb. They really do. Um, so I, you can call that a bold prediction that the uh, that the um, the Browns are still going to make the playoffs. I don't know if that's bold. I'll give you here's I'll give you a bold prediction. I'll say the one in three Vikings make the playoffs in the NFC. That there you go. The one in three Vikings will make it. Now I only had one team originally coming out of the West in the playoffs. Maybe the Seahawks will get there. The Rams are certainly better than I thought. But I'm going to give you the Vikings. There's a bold prediction for you. The the Vikings are going to make the playoffs, as I predicted in the beginning of the season, even though they're 1-3. Get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. How about this stat? So Rams wide receiver... Puka Nakua, love the name. It's awesome. He's awesome. Plays with so much energy. Guy, you can tell he loves the game. Puka Nakua became, broke the record for most receptions and most receiving yards through four games. The three, the top three guys in the history of the NFL in receiving yards in their first four games are Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, and Calvin Johnson, who all got those receiving yards with Matthew Stafford as their quarterback. Isn't that wild? The three top guys all time, first four weeks of their career, all with Matthew Stafford. That's wild when I saw that stat. It's really crazy. All right. Um, I'm, I want to switch it up here, talk a little baseball. I haven't talked baseball in forever. So I want to get to it. Congratulations to the Minnesota Twins, the champions of the American League Central, who beat the Blue Jays. Now, I picked the Blue Jays to win the World Series when the season started. That looks like a reasonable pick, although I don't think they're going to at this point. I had them beating the Mets. That was a terrible pick. Uh, terrible job out of me. Got the Blue Jays right in the playoffs. Got the Mets wrong in the playoffs. Um, I did have the Yankees missing the playoffs, and I was right. A lot of people told me I was crazy with that one. Anyway, uh, but the Twins, who beat the Blue Jays last night, thanks to two home runs by Royce Lewis, the Twins had lost 18 straight playoff games, many to those aforementioned Yankees. Can you imagine? Not 18 straight playoff series. 18 straight games they had lost in the playoffs. That is nuts. But that streak ends. They win at home against Toronto in the first game of their wild card series. Texas in the playoffs for the first time in a bit. Beat Tampa in the first game of that series. This Arizona team is a lot of fun to watch. They beat the Brewers yesterday. 
I love Corbin Carroll, who's going to probably win the rookie of the year. They're a young, athletic team. They steal bakes as well. They're fun to watch. And, and the Phillies, the Phillies are a dangerous team. The Phillies are a very dangerous team. They went to the World Series last year. I think they're the biggest threat to the Braves. They're playoff proven. They got clutch guys. Bryce Harper's been clutch. Kyle Schwarber's been clutch. Speaking of Kyle Schwarber, this season he became the first player in the history of baseball to bat under 200 and knock in 100 or more runs. I think he had 47 homers this year. I believe he had 47 homers and 48 singles, which is insane. But that's what happened. It might be 48 and 49. I don't remember the exact numbers. I know it's somewhere around there, and I know it's one apart. But really cool. Um, I, I, you know what? I'll tell you right now. I, I Here's another bold prediction for you. I don't know if it's that bold. Maybe, I guess if teams in the playoffs, it's not that bold. I've got the Phillies. Um, I got the Phillies going to the World Series. I, I, I like that team. I like that pitching staff. Um, and, and I got the Phillies going to the World Series. And I'm going to give you, in the American League, I, as I said, I picked the Blue Jays before the season. I think a lot of people are going to pick Houston. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get crazy here. And it, it may not be crazy because they won the most games in the American League and the second most games of all of baseball. But you look at the Orioles on paper and you're like, can they win in the playoffs with their pitching? And I'd say yes. I say yes. I don't. I, I know I'm in the minority here. I've got the Phillies winning the World Series over the Orioles. Not far away from each other, Philly and Baltimore. Phillies over the Orioles in the World Series. There's a, I don't know if that's bold at all. It might be zero boldness. But I don't think a lot of people are picking the Orioles to go to the World Series because their pitching on paper is not impressive. And they've lost their closer. Their closer's out. He's having surgery. They keep finding ways to win. I think they're going to keep doing it in the playoffs. I don't think any of the American League teams are that good. That, you know, like, I like the Blue – I the reason I picked the Blue Jays in the beginning of the year is because I liked their pitching the most. Now, I thought Alex Manoa would lead the way, and he was awful this year. But the rest of their staff has been great, and so they're dangerous. But they got to win two in a row in Minnesota. Now, it could happen, but it, it's, you know, it's hard to do. So I'm going to go with Baltimore. I'm, I'm getting a little crazy here. All right, thanks for joining me as always. Coming up on, on Friday – oh, let me give you one more thing back to the NFL because we got the Thursday night football game. How about this? I mean – can we switch up these games? Can we have more flexibility? The Bears and the Commanders tomorrow night, Thursday night football. This is an awful game. Um, it's going to be hard to watch. Even if you're a fantasy player, there's not a lot of great fantasy guys here. I'll take the Commanders at home. Overall, the Commanders have played very well. They're 2-2, two and two, but they played well in three of their four games. The Bears stink. Uh, just Last week was an anomaly, I believe, against the bad Bronco defense. Commander's defense is pretty good. They played really well on defense in three out of four games. So I'll take the Commanders at home Thursday night football. Uh, coming up on Friday's podcast, we'll go through all the Sunday games, including we got another game in London this week. This one, again, the Jags, this one, this time they're the road team uh, against the Bills. Uh, thanks to Brian Monzo for producing. Thanks to all of you for listening and watching. I'll talk to you next time. Where else? But right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.